Good evening and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG podcast. I'm back this week. It's Jaminator again is the host this time round. With me as always, the ever-present Ash Cohen. Thank you very much for being here, buddy. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Thank you very much. Thank you for obviously uh, for Burger and... Uh, and I can't even remember who else was on actually last time um, when I dipped out. Was it Ali? I think the, uh, yes. the new lad, or was it yeah, someone else? I can't it. remember. Yeah, I think it was um, Ali. For uh, for obviously filling in with the uh, with my sickness, I just don't know what happened. I got back from work and completely wiped out. So um, thank you very much for for covering. Um, with us this week is uh, Championship uh, Manager Big B or Bry as we affectionately know him. Welcome, buddy. Good evening. Thanks for having me on. No, oh, you're always welcome, mate. Always welcome. How are you? You're right. Yeah, not bad, thanks. Good, good. and uh, returning for um, I don't know how many times. Must be at least over three or four times now. Is uh, is League One regular, ever present in League One? Uh, Red rhinoceros. Good evening, my friend. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jam. How you doing, buddy? You're right. Not bad. I've just opened a Peroni Jam. It's a nice bank holiday Monday. Was oh, it? How um, many have you had? Yeah, on, just on, one, on. Mate. Um, don't call me Satie. It's only one. <laughs> I was going to say on a on a on a scale between zero and eighty, how many beers have you had? Um, but yeah, no, we uh, in Jess eighty. Don't worry, it's F one tonight, so I imagine you're probably uh, probably six or seven deep already. Um, we'll uh, we'll see how we go. Uh, right, boys. Well, uh, without further ado, we'll crack straight on with this week. Um, we're uh, going to shoot straight in. In terms of the, this week's podcast, we're going to go straight in at the championship, Bry. So uh, where you are, my friend, okay. um, and. Well, you're actually not doing too bad, to be honest. So, I mean, you know, third position. I'm not going to sort of go through the, the whole division. Um, you know, it's there for people to see. Um, but we know that obviously the regulars in Bo, uh, Joe and Bunsey are up there in uh, first and second. Yourself in there at third. Uh, Bertie, Sofa in the, in the playoffs as well. Storm languishing at the bottom. And obviously, well, towards the bottom. And Rye Jones, who is bottom. So, uh, Bright, I mean, your appraisal of your sort of last five games or there or thereabouts. Uh... How are you getting on? There's no one more surprised than me to be up in third place. I think uh, my aim at the start of the season was ninth or better just to stay up because <clears throat> yeah. I don't normally manage that. I'm like the uh, the Rotherham United of the of AG, bouncing between League One and the Championship. So staying up was the priority. It looks like I'd only need a few more points to make sure I'm in the playoffs. Mm. So hopefully I can get that. Anything else is a bonus. Oh, I think you will, mate. I mean, looking at that, I mean, what you, uh, what we twin, uh, you're 14 points ahead of Jeff, and you played two more games, um, and there's other people, a lot of other people beneath you that are. Yeah, um, I know my last two fixtures are Welser and Sofa, so. Oh wow! Not, okay. Mm. Yeah, not easy ones. So if mm. I can pick up three points out of the four games, that'll be enough. Mm, absolutely and again that's kind of in a weird way that's actually quite beneficial that you play those people yeah yeah um you know ordinarily you'd imagine if it is quite um, you know you see these six pointer games happening but actually for you it's quite a good thing because if it was wince or wardy or, or mjg yeah maybe they're lower down the table but if uh, if they're taking points off you and the other guys are taking points off other people you could be struggling so yeah what's... hopefully a bit a bit more relaxed because we'd be just jostling for playoff position mm. really that's it. I mean, what's um, it, what's the best position for you to finish in? Looking at if if the playoffs finished with those four people, what's the best setup in terms of who would you want to see in the first uh, playoff game in the semi-final? Oh, I'd want to avoid Welser. I think he's the strongest. Mm. I think he's the strongest out of the the four of us there. So, 
been a bit of a turnaround for Wells this season, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's um, he's been steady this season, whereas last season it was a bit of a nightmare for him. Mm. Um, yourself, obviously, you've got a goal difference of um, of twenty one. Like we've said, um, you know, quite resolute in terms of defending. Um, this FIFA, we, we joked obviously last FIFA about it being difficult for you to score goals because heading was broken. This FIFA, it seems to have returned to uh, normality oh, yeah, for yourself. Yeah. Um, have you found that that's uh, been beneficial? Yeah, so a lot of it's to do with getting the right formation as well. I've uh, changed the formation from where I played in League One last season, mm. and it seems to work. So people have uh, difficulty defending what, it. You can get what formation do you use? Well, I play three at the back, but it works it. So I've got mm. two wingers that go up and down, so they can drop back and defend and get forward. So mm. effectively, you're defending with five and attacking with five. Mm. Okay. I think I'm actually. I'm just about to say I'm actually going to come straight to you now, Rhino. If that's all right. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to come straight to you on that that formation. So. Um, give me, give me your appraisal of that formation. Drives me mad. Drives me nuts. It <laughs> yeah, Satie uses it, doesn't he? And they half League One use it, uh, and it just ruins the game. I think <laughs> I, I used to enjoy having fun and free flowing football. You can go up against people, and, but now it's half of League One is on that formation, and it and it stifles the game. And it's just it's just a completely different game now. And I I either have to get on board with it or, or chuck it. So um, with this FIFA and wait for the next one, uh, very frustrating for me. But um, yeah, it's not it's not fun playing against that for sure. There's ways to beat it. There's a couple of people who've um, countered it and stopped me using it, but I'm not going to tell you how to. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, someone who probably would be quite good at playing that formation is yourself, Ash, because. A lot of your game is predicated by getting it to your wingers, or used to be anyway, in the formation you played. Get it to your wingers and then knock it back in for Martinelli to pick up the scraps. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, mean, playing against a, playing against a back three, you're gonna by definition, if you're if you're quick on the counter, you're gonna obviously have them gaps at the uh, on the flanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's obviously it's not a formation that I've uh, I've ever looked at, but. As Bryce says, you know, it, it can easily be countered against um, once you've worked out how to do it. Mm. Um, looking... know, Ash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. Next podcast, we'll have a formation corner. We'll talk about yeah. um, how to beat certain formations, <laughs> how to set up. Um, in terms of the, um, the likely candidates coming up from the championship, Ash, um, who do you think, obviously, because, you know, spoiler alert for the Prem, looks like me and you, potentially are going to be all right this season um who are you nervous about playing next season out of those uh, those six potentially that could come up um coming up uh i mean you we, we're working on the, on the assumption that even though it's still quite tight i mean brian's only two points behind joe and, and two yeah. behind and four behind buncey yeah if we work on the assumption that those two who have been quite you know had really good form all the way through if they're coming up and it's one of either bry down to jeff for example yeah who are you who are you concerned about playing next season um i mean joe and buncey you know they're at the top for a reason um and i think they hold well in the prem uh next season I mean, looking at those that are in the free, uh, those third to six spots, uh, they're all really strong players. I mean, uh, if you ask me who I'm worried, I mean, Welzer, I, I know how he plays. Bright, I always struggle against. Um, and then Sofa and Bertie, not really played too much on this FIFA. Uh, but in the past, I know Bertie was very unique with his style of play. Um, 
It's a nice way to put it. I'd like, <laughs> I, I, personally, I'd like to see a Bry Sofa playoff final um, because that that shows the story of coming from League One all the way up to the Prem. Yeah, um, that's a good point. You know, so we'll see. Joe and Buncey, but I think you know they'll hold they'll hold their uh, they'll hold themselves well next season. Um, but they they can all all three any well, all the three that go up from the championship next season anyone that sort of finishes in that playoff spot will do well do you think you'd be able to finish um, safe in the Prem Bry if you managed to get up next season uh, well I wasn't <laughs> sure I could finish safe in the championship so you never know <laughs> just depends how many more slags come in mm. I, I mean struggle. this is the thing the Prem the, just is, the, is getting ever yeah, stronger isn't it as the level gets higher I normally struggle on a FIFA mm. give me the um, cloggers every day <laughs> I mean, sort of conversely, Rhino, um, you know, same question to you, I guess, about League One. If you end up staying in League One, which, again, we'll see uh, when we get around to League One chat, out of the, the bottom four, as it stands at the moment, you know, MJG, Storm, Lost Boy, Rye Jones, could we see potentially what's happened in previous seasons where who gets relegated from the Championship does quite well in the in, in League One the following season? Yeah, I think so. Um I look forward to seeing Lost Boy again. It's been a while. A bit of rivalry there. Um, just just on Lost Boy, it's a strange one, isn't it? Because at the start of this FIFA, or, or sort of, I don't know, maybe midway through, around Christmas time in real life, he was doing really well. And I don't know what's happened, because he was, he was really difficult to beat. He is a strange one. Um, but uh, no, I, I've not played Ryan or, or um, Martin much uh, in this FIFA, to be fair. I don't think they play a lot of games in between, a lot of friendlies. If you look at the head-to-head leagues, I don't think they're playing much. So yeah. I don't really know, to be fair. Um, Storm has got it together, so if he comes down, he, he will do well. Um, yeah, whoever comes down will do well in the championship. Uh, sorry, in League One, for sure. Um, can I just say one more thing, Jam? Mm. Very unusual, looking at the championship. Last season's teams that kept, got relegated from the Prem, mm. none of them were in the top six. So Joe and Bunsey, they came third and fourth, I think, last year. Mm. Uh, and they've got it, and they're, they're they're doing very well this year. Joe Joe's going to be an invincible by the looks of him. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the, the only thing I would say to that is that it's potentially a bit anomalous in the sense that Wardy and MJG, I believe, were the two that got relegated. Anomalous. Um, well, we'll, we'll pretend that's a word. I think it's a word. Um, <clears throat> yeah, those guys got. Yeah, um, you know, relegated from the Prem, and you can argue that they only got those positions because other people dropped out. Um, therefore, potentially that never really reflected their skill level anyway. And was it was it Jeff that was the other one that dropped down as well? Um, I'm just thinking exactly. whether it was was it with Jeff. So again, again, Jeff, very very streaky player. If it was Jeff, you know. Um, so you're right, though. Again, it's interesting to see they are sort of mid-table to lower mid-table. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Jeff played 18 games. He's on the same level of points pretty much as Sofa and Bertie. So if he if he picks up six points or four points in his next games, he'll be well within that playoff picture as well. So you just don't know. Um, but yeah, it is it is definitely interesting that those guys haven't sort of established themselves in the, the upper echelons of the championship, for sure. Um just an interesting point as well. I mean, <clears throat> since we had the last podcast, obviously, Bunsey won a raffle, got uh, Ben Yedder, who uh, is someone, obviously, I think he'd been after for a little while, very, you know, suits his play. Um, <clears throat> subsequently shipped him on. You know, he's got rid of him in favour of Isak, and it's not unusual to see why. I mean, Isak scored 38 goals this season. 
for Bunsey. I mean, he's potentially been the the difference maker in that division. Um, you know, that's got the likes of Werner, Marshall, these other other players that the, the big guys have got. So interesting to see that uh, you know, not necessarily a high rated striker is still doing the business for Bunsey there. Um, right, boys, we'll move on from the uh, the championship uh, for a moment. We're going to move over to uh, Bertie with his golf segment. So, uh, Bertie, when you're ready, take it away. Welcome to the golf section of the podcast. We've had three events since I was last with you. Joe was winner of the Cup Classic on 15-under. In the following week, seven, Nguyen's won his first tournament of the year, also on 15-under, the ABB High Sab Open. And the week just gone, we had our second major of the year, won once again by Welza on 20-under by five shots from Suter's. The game has gotten a little tougher in the last few weeks due to the nerfing of splash shots. So a shot where if the timing was slightly off before, you would be left reasonably close, now has you just stuffing the ball, especially in a bunker. Plunkett, our bookmaker, is our sponsor of this week's event, and we have four weeks of the regular season left, and Suited has a commanding lead on both the AG Tour and the final five leaderboards. Until next time, thanks guys. Thank you very much, Bertie. Right, so uh, we're going to move over, boys, to the the Prem, have a little look at how me and Ash are getting on. Um, To be fair, it's actually quite good news for me, Ash. Um, Since the last podcast, or the podcast before, where I was absolutely, you know, awful and and, and sort of my my season looked like it was going one way, I'm actually doing all right here. Um, I think I've got the second best form in the entire division, only behind Mark. Um, And, yeah, four wins out of five and and a draw to boot as well. I'm I'm slowly turning it around. I don't think I'm going to get relegated, (laughs) which is good. Um, Although my last two games, I've still got to play are against Suited and Stevie. So not by any means the easiest games whatsoever. Um, Yourself, obviously, it's kind of maybe gone a little bit the other way. Um, You know, two Mm. two draws and three losses in the last five games. Um, What's... Well, I guess it's obviously what's happening, but what what's uh, what's the reasoning behind that? Um, oh, that sounded exacerbating, didn't it? <laughs> that sounded terrible. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'm just going through the motions with FIFA um, or not at ah. the moment. I just... You need to go three at the back, mate. You might yeah. move up a bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll have to uh, do it same as everybody else. Um no, I don't know. I just uh, it, it's not been a good season. Um, I'd be happy if I can stay up. Um, I mean, I've got Aaron and Berger in my last two sets of games, so uh, not easy by any means. Um, it, just sort of looking at those around me um, and those that are below me uh, and who they've got to play. I think maybe three or four points out of those games with Aaron and Berger will be enough to stay up. Um, but yeah, the the way I feel with FIFA at the moment, uh, <laughs> I hope the season ends soon. Um, if it, if I if I can stay up, it's been a very good season. I mean, the the interesting thing there is, you say obviously Burger Burger's fighting. Burger's going to want to get in that top two. I think the title's gone now, personally, but he's not going to want to finish behind anyone other than Jaxi potentially. And Aaron, obviously, you know, he needs every point he can get because you can guarantee Aaron is not going to want to go down while Joe's going past him on the way back up so it's you know these people that you play in <clears throat> i'm in luxury that i guess I, to be fair obviously stevie's going for the title as well so but suited's kind of in that no man's land now where he can't really 
you know, he's not going to challenge for the title. Yeah, he can challenge for the top four, but obviously we don't get anything for top four. No. Um, suited's more than safe. So luckily I can maybe catch Suited on a on an off day or, or relaxing a little bit and hopefully do do the business. But with yourself, obviously you're playing people who have got got things to play for. Yeah. <clears throat> um, in terms of um, the uh, the rest of the Prem, um, Ryan, I'll come to you. Um, any you know, we say it to everybody when they come on. You know, any shocks, any people that maybe you, you you're not expecting to see where they are. Um, I guess rather than making you pinpoint, would you say that in terms of the the bottom half of that league, you know, River, Aaron, Soggy, Plunkett, if if they're the four, or well, if the, if three of those four go down to the championship, can you see anybody potentially doing a storm and doing a double a double dip and going into the league one? You keep giving me the bottom half. Jam. I don't know why. <laughs> it's um, where your expertise is, mate. <laughs> I don't really know a lot about the Premier League, Premiership. I'm looking at it now and I'm thinking, yep, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. I haven't played many of them. I wonder um, why. In all, in all seriousness, you know, everybody's a good player in this division. Um, if we play events and I get Plunkett or Aaron, you know, Soggy, you know, I, I know it's going to be a generally going to be a defeat anyway so no i think i think those guys will do well in the um in the championship if they go down there's no double dippers there but i would just say i watched the um the final last night between mark and suited i noticed they're they're in the top uh, five fourth and fifth mm. um that was a, that was very a very interesting watch very tactical game superb goal from uh, from bale followed by was it sabitza uh, for suited yeah. cracking game that was um so yeah it's 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 interesting to see you and ash a bit further down um but uh yeah i think whoever goes down mate will uh will do well in the championship no doubt about that i could just say before we go uh, go on jacksy go and do it boy you can do it <laughs> um i think that the the interesting thing to point out as well i mean you say there about interesting to see me and Ash further down and, and the likes of maybe Paul, Suited, Mark, you know, higher up. I think, you know, this season, it's you, you mentioned um, about people going through the motions, Ash, and, and Rhino, you said about Lost Boy and Ryan Jones not really playing much FIFA outside of the league games. You're absolutely right. I know you play a few head-to-heads, Ash. I don't play anywhere near as many FIFA games as I should, and that's why, personally, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm rusty. Yeah. Every time I go into I a mean, game, I'm, I'm, I'm rusty. This is, I mean, this is it. I mean, I think in the last two months, uh, so for May and April, I think I've played maybe six or seven head-to-head games. Um, I, I think it just goes back to the, uh, you know, going through it with FIFA. Um I just I sort of sit there and think I've got to try and get some more games played, try and get back into it, you know, and try and sort of work my formation and work my players in and all that. Um, but then you just you go through the motions in a game and it's just you just think, well, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know if I can sit through this, <laughs> sit through this. Um, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think. Um, I think obviously mixing up the Euro obviously would be Euros at the end of the next tournament. I think that would be quite good. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's difficult. It is difficult. I mean, I'd be interested um, to see just how many Premiership players. Or, well, let me let me put it towards the whole of the leagues. Then, how many players in the leagues have played under you know, let's say five or six head-to-head games? Mm. Um, I was surprised I'd played as many as I have. I think I've played um, 
I think I played 20. I think I need five games tonight after the F1 to, to reach the next milestone of 25 or something, or 20. I can't remember how, what it was, but... Um, yeah, you're on 25, yes. mate. I'm looking at it now. 25, there you go. So, yeah, so I need five games to get the next milestone. I'm surprised I've played that many, to be honest. I think that's, that is purely um, from after F1, hanging around after F1 and playing a few games then, um, it, which I think is tends to be where most people do do get their, uh, their games played. Is that the only night you're allowed on, Jam? It is, mate, yeah, but let's just whisper it because she's still in the house. <laughs> um, Bri, um, coming to you, um, in terms of um, someone who was in the championship, if, if my memory serves, I think, uh, last season, uh, Mark the Shark. Um, I mean, a special mention to him and Suited, but in particular, Mark, um, especially looking at his form. I mean, I don't know what that boy's done. I think it's purely just playing ultimate team um, and, and, and hammering the game, but he has come on leaps and bounds this season. Yeah, I think he's always been quite a good player. He just underachieved a bit last season mm. before he finally came up, and now he's showing how good he really is. Now, I've played him the, a couple the, of times I mean, in friendlies. We, you can't get near him. He's one of the better players on the no. site, definitely. It's it's funny because when on on a previous site when I joined and 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 started getting to know the lads like Rhino and Bertie and Mark and people like that, um, Mark was one of these players that was in that sort of you know quote unquote friend group. He was the untouchable. And then I remember I think it was um, I went through a stage where I just couldn't again like you say I, I couldn't get near him, and I beat him in a couple of league games. And after that it was like I had the Indian sign over him. He couldn't <laughs> beat me. And now it's just every time we play, he just absolutely rips me a new one. It's gone back to the way it used to be, and I absolutely hate it. Um, but if anything, that is, I mean, we're going to talk about transfer targets and, and what could potentially change people's seasons um, towards the end of the pod. But, I mean, Rhino, you mentioned him earlier on scoring a goal last night. Do you think the inclusion of Gareth Bale in his team, and now Usman Dembele from yourself as well, is that him, you know, that, that just shows how much getting that right player Almost like me with Gabriel Jesus, you know, he's dragging me out of the relegation picture. It, getting the right player can affect your team so much. Without doubt, without doubt, Bale is uh, <clears throat> is fantastic. Everybody's uh, been trying to get him. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what I was doing selling him uh, the other lad. What was his name again? Dembele. Dembele, yeah, that was a mistake. Mm. I, I saw the big money and, and went for it, but um, yeah, no, I think that those two guys have uh, have really boosted him up for sure. And he's on my band list um, for obviously. <laughs> um, and again, we'll just uh, before we move on from the prem as well. I mean, I have to give a special mention um, to my friend and yours, Burger Boy, um, or so much more a special mention to Soggy. You know, bottom of the division, uh, one win all season, goes up against Burger, who's chasing the top one and top two positions, and he bloody beats him. So fair play, Soggy. Well played, my friend. And Burger, what are you playing at? Um, you know, obviously, just didn't want the the six points there. So uh, nice, nice to give Soggy them three points. Cause I'm sure that's what you uh, what you were doing. So uh, so fair play. Um, right. So we're going to um, move away from the leagues, okay? And we're going to move over to talk about the F1, okay? Now, the no segment from Joe this week. We're going to be talking about F1 between the four of us. Um, before we kick off with um, with a bit of a debate, we're just going to have a quick look at the uh, the standings. And again, we're not going to go through it. Um, too much, but um, I think that in terms of Division One, there's going to be no title race again. Me and Soggy and Golden Beard, 
will not catch Bunsey. I mean, Bunsey is absolutely a um, a class apart in the fact that obviously he attends every event and he's he's well and truly the, the best racer, him and Soggy. But um, Soggy, unfortunately, doesn't always get to attend. Um, <clears throat> you look down in Division 2 and, you know, the top two, Andy Brill and Plunkett, there's you know there's only six points between them that could go either way and you know Sean and Brian Bertie and and the likes are all chasing behind as well now regarding um last week obviously it was uh, Britain um again a, a good race for some I personally can't stand the track to be honest it does my head in um but uh, a good week for Hilly out of nowhere managing to uh, to pull out fastest lap and the the race win uh, I think it was his first podium and win of the season so congratulations to Hilly uh, only eight raced last week as well in Division 1, which is a, a bit of a disappointment. Um, juxtapose that with 13 racing, you know, so five more in um, in Division 2. And it was a win, well, a top two of Plunkett and Brill and uh, and Storm for Team Renault getting himself on the podium. Um, so, boys, I mean, we're going to just, before we talk about any, before we get into any debates over um, car allocation or anything like that, um, I just want a quick uh, quick touch point. So, Ash, obviously yourself, you've missed out on a few events last few weeks. You've not been involved. Um, will you be getting involved tonight? Um, yeah, I mean, Monday nights are, are not the best for me um, at the moment. I've got bits to do, uh, especially for work on a Tuesday morning. I've got to get done late Monday night. Um, so it's not been the best. Uh, I mean, obviously, I try and make the ones that I can. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to, obviously. Uh, you know, F1 is one of the best nights of the week, and uh, it is always a good laugh. Um, it's just, in terms of my sort of position, it's just uh, it's just comes down to time at the moment. Mm. Uh, Brian, yourself, obviously, um, again, one of those who does get to most of the um, the uh, the events on a Monday. How are you finding this season? Yeah, it's been very enjoyable. I think it's been competitive. Um, obviously, uh, you've got the, the two up ahead that are... Well, we'll get onto that about them being in the wrong cars. But other than that, um, plenty of different people are making the podiums. So I think it's very competitive mm. and a lot of fun. And Rhino, yourself, are you enjoying this season? Uh, not not as much as last season, I must admit. Um mm. It's a, it's, a, it's a massive struggle this season. Um, so, yeah, my enthusiasm isn't quite where it uh, has been in the past, I'm afraid. Mm. But uh, hopefully Joe will see this and give me a Red Bull next year and, uh, and I'll be <laughs> good to go again. Oh, dear. Well, if you get your way, whether you're in a Red Bull or a Williams, it's not going to make any difference. So um, we'll get straight to it. In terms of, um, in terms of Div 1, I think it's an absolute no-brainer. Um, again, I'd love to hear and again feedback in the comments, guys. When when Ash posts this out on uh, on probably likelihood will be Wednesday, I imagine, or Thursday. Um, you know, feedback in the comments if you think in Division One that you'd like to see equal cars. I personally, I know Ash probably his feels exactly the same. Would hate to see equal cars in Division One because Bunsey and Soggy would just demolish everybody, um, regardless of the amount of work or effort I put in. I don't think I'd ever get anywhere near close to those two. Um, uh, in terms of Division Two, so there's been a few times on um, on Mondays. I mean, I think it actually, again, and correct me if I'm wrong, Bry and um, and Rhino. I think this sort of the, the bubbling of this idea about equal cars and and the controversy potentially behind it and and selection etc. All started to begin with with Andy Brill. Is is that right? When when he got his uh, his Mercedes. Shall I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Andy Brill. Um... <coughs> 
the first thing I've got to say is Andy's done brilliant this season and there's no ill will towards him or Plunkett whatsoever. Um, I think it's a case of he, he practices hard and he's, and he's done fantastically well. I, I absolutely got no problem whatsoever mm. with him uh, winning most weeks or, or him and Plunkett winning most weeks. I just think, I think it's an impossible job um, that Joe, I think Joe, and I said at the time when he picked the cars, apart from myself, um, I, I thought the job he did of picking the cars for everybody was as good as anyone could have done, to be fair. Um, yeah. But we have, but yeah, that, I guess that is the reason. The same people being in the, in the first two every week um, is the reason that it gets discussed every Monday uh, in the party. And um, yeah, it's not my idea, Jam. It was, it was brought up, I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, we had a discussion about it. Um, and I like the idea of it. I thought, yeah, why not? Because we have a discussion about who's better than, than who. Nobody knows. Bertie thinks he's better than me. I don't know if he is or not. Um, mm. And and people and, and I just think that's a shame. Nobody knows who's better than you know. And I just think for one season, why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, a lot of us are very similar. Why don't we uh, have a have a you know equal cast? But, okay. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the the arguments, I guess, there's there's plenty of arguments for and against. I think if you were going to put a reasoned argument out there, I would say that at the minute it sounds like you're for is because there's two people that have been put into slightly better cars that actually have ended up being quite good racers, and obviously that combination has led to a bit of dominance in terms of the division. Is that is that right? Yeah, I mean, we've had 12 races and Plunkett and Andy have won 10 of them, five each. So but right. it's it's no one's to blame for the cars. I mean, no. we did a couple of test events before the season started and Andy won't mind me saying he was crap <laughs> because he'd only just bought the game. But then he got mm. his, given his Mercedes quite rightly and he put in about 15 hours practice before the first race. Mm. And it's not the same as last season, is it, Bright? Last season was... Lots of people were winning races. It was a lot more even. And I think I think maybe maybe Joe just got luckier with the cars last season. Yeah, I, I think know. if you look at fastest laps and people getting onto the podium, you've got people like Storm and Riverman are still getting the fastest lap in a race. Mm. They're just not able to keep it going for the whole race. And there's like Harry, Bertie, myself, Payne, Sean, Storm, all have got podiums. So behind the front two, we're still competing fairly well. And Mm. spreading their points around a bit i think it's just... right if you look if you look um, at the um the, the, the fa i'll just go straight and i've not picked this out it's just the last race the fastest lap of the race you can see it on your, your screen yourself andy brill five five seconds faster every single lap you know more or less than than than, than many of us you know it's not his, like i say it's not his fault it's just bad luck uh, and you know um but you mentioned Payne Wales there. Payne, I, I sent a, a PM out to all Division Two drivers and asked for their opinions on this so that we could express them in this debate now. And, um, and Payne is very, very uh, fed up with the game and, 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 and wants equal cars because he feels like he, he just he can't compete. And, and, and I feel very much the same, even worse, actually. But... Um, I think yeah, with so... some people, though, it's consistency. I think Payne's had as many podiums as I have, but he's crashed out more often. Uh, so it's not, not so much with speed. It's more to do with skill as well. 
and and that's Harry. I think I think Jam said that Harry would if it was if it was um, I think you said didn't you Jam if if Harry was on equal cast to everybody else and not his Williams he'd wipe the floor with everybody. Absolutely not the case. He would make mm. mistakes. I think he, he's very. Oh no, I don't. I don't doubt that he'd make mistakes. Yeah. But from my experience of racing, when Harry's been in a race as well. To his, yeah, to his credit, he is fast. Again, he, he, yeah. you know, we call him Wreck It Ralph for a reason. You know, he's he's dangerous on the road. You know, fair enough. But you know, he's no no. Well, maybe I should say he's no less dangerous than Soggy. He is more <laughs> dangerous than Soggy. But you know, Soggy tries pulls off moves that you know you would maybe caution against if you were um you know you wouldn't even dream of pulling a move off like that if you're in division two because chances are someone would read the line wrong or the racing line and come across and, and that would be both both races uh both races uh, night over but for me i think the, the the debate about equal cars is an interesting one because i honestly think and i imagine your your, your pm sort of conversation or straw poll has, has has thrown this up you never ever and this is what joe says you're never going to please everybody obviously because no. you can you're going to have um for example gas grass Sati, people like this which do you know what i don't even think they'd whinge that much but bless them they would struggle if you're in equal cars they know they're going to be towards the bottom every single week okay um, whereas potentially Andy Plunkett, these guys in equal cars, do you know what? They may still come top two. They might still come top two because they maybe put practice in, whereas other people don't. Um, but I agree. Maybe you would see a more, a, a, you know, a wider variety of, of people, people picking up podiums and picking up the wins. However, I do think that when you're talking about catering for the masses and and not, you know, not general, um, not generally catering for the few. I think that if I was in Division Two, um, for, let's say for example we, we got to the situation where the two did two that finished top over the season go up and the two finished uh, bottom in, a, in Division One went down, and there's none of this. Do you want to go up? Do you want to go down, Malarkey? It's literally just you finished bottom, so therefore you're going down. How would you feel if that was actually me? And likely, yeah, fair enough. Maybe it won't be, but how would you feel if that was me and we were in an equal car, Rich? Because I probably would then go ahead and and, and win most of the races. Well, that that would be daft because you're, you're third in your third in division. One. I know, I know, I know. It's hypothetical. So I'm just okay. Well, let's let's have a look then. So in terms of um, in terms of who could who in theory could come down. Ash. Well, Ash has got, nine, got 19 points. Or Mark at 32 points. Either of those two guys come down division two uh, to no. division two. I think they they win every race. I don't think they. I don't think they win every race. Hey, can I just can I just bring some opinions? Um, there were there were only from the PM. There was only one opinion against equal part cars. I haven't got Brian's opinion, so I'm going to ask him in a minute what his opinion is. There's only one person that is against equal cars in that PM, and that was Bertie. And his reason is that he thinks it would be the same every week, the same people winning every week. My answer to Bertie is. 10 races out of the 12 so far have been all won by the first two two teams. And if Joe gets it slightly wrong next season, we'll have the same again. So I don't see the difference. Riverman, um, he hasn't replied to the PM, but he's been he's been against it in the parties. And his answer to me was, Rich, I've got a decent car this year. Next year, it'll get swapped around. I'll be near the bottom and, and you'll be near the top. Well, I don't want that. I don't want to just get a Red Bull because I'm shit. You know, I want to see how I compare against everybody else. That's what I want to do. Even if it's just for one season, it might be a disaster. I don't think it would be. What's your opinion, Bri? If, if, if the I think the made... problem is the season's so long because it's like 22 weeks yeah. long. Tell somebody gets the wrong car through nobody's fault. 
and you realize that they're in the wrong car but you're stuck with it for the next three months if we had a shorter season it probably wouldn't be an issue so rather than rather than look at potentially equal cars on equal cars etc is there other ways to to sort of remedy this problem for example like you've just said potentially a shorter season you know again you can the, the game lets you pick the races that you actually want i'd prefer or, a shorter or just season, quickly, like you... a 11 week season but then do like the 22 races we do now but split it into two seasons what a yeah, or, or, or the other re- the other option as well. The other option would be that you could say, um, you know, prior to like in real life, I guess, you know, you have F1 testing before the season, prior to um, car allocation, prior to um, you know to to the season starting, everybody that wants to race has to submit um, three time trials, you know, um, and I guess the only option there is you've got people potentially could tank obviously you know to get a better car but they have to provide three time trials where you know they give their times and then it, it the times are looked at and car allocation goes off that too too much hassle i, I think joe already it. knows who the how people rank judging by their their race times from this season and you can make a, an allowance for what mm. team you're in i mean the, I the thing is that the... make too much of the, the the top two andy and plunkett if you take them out of it there's still about eight different people who have come top three this season. So I don't think there's that much of a mismatch. It's so, just so those two in the wrong cars that are exaggerating it. You would keep it as it is, would you? Sorry, well, is, I is mean, this... if it went to even cars, I mean, I'd be a, a big winner in that because um, I'm in one of the, the poorer cars at the moment, the Alfa Romeo, so I'd probably get more wins. I think I've had two podiums so far this season, so... I mean, I'm happy with it how it is because I feel it's competitive. But if we go even cars, I'm not going to complain because um, I'll get more wins. Do you not think that would be competitive? Oh, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be. I don't think it'd be any more or less. Mm. I mean, just, why do we go just fairly. I think only. I mean, with the teams now, it only needs a few people moving up, one or two teams, a couple of people moving down a bit. I mean, just to give you guys, just um, I guess sort of, you know, a bit Rafa-like, but give you the facts. Um, in terms of, um, you know, Joe, Joe actually gave me um, some some details in terms of seconds and, and the difference between all the cars on a race-by-race, lap-by-lap basis. Um, and this isn't with anybody driving them specifically. This is just the actual car performance. Um, so then you can obviously, you know, interpret that in terms of driver skill and penalties and all that sort of stuff as you will. But... You've got the Mercedes, which obviously sets the fastest lap on average. Then you've got the Red Bull, which is about 0.3 of a second behind on average. Um, And then you've got Racing Point, 0.5 behind that. And then you've got, um, from the Racing Point down to Alpha Tauri, which is sort of McLaren, Renault, Ferrari, you're looking at about 0.6 of a second behind that further still with Haas then and then Alfa Romeo and Williams obviously at the bottom. So in terms of the differences, you know, again, I think that when, when you do the maths, um, the best to worst car over 12 laps is about 30 seconds difference, um, you know. So um, and that's over a 12 lap race. If you had the exact same person driving the exact same car in the exact same conditions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So 30 seconds is still 30 seconds on some. Well, on a lot of the um, the, the circuits, that's half a lap, you know. So all it takes is for someone to to you know need a new wing or do one extra pit stop or whatever. And, you know, you could easily be a lap behind. So I understand the difference in terms of the car quality, but 
I think for me, if if I if I was in your division and I was asked what I would prefer, and again it's difficult because I'm not in that situation, so it's all hypothetical. Well, shut up then. <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to happen. You know that. Um, for me, I I would still prefer um, unequal cars because I think that you've got the likes of, and again I don't want to mention it, but you know Satie and Gasgrass who maybe aren't quite as good at the game, and I feel like they deserve a chance to be better. Um, and you know to to sort of make up that skill gap that's there, put them in a better car that gives them a better chance of competing. But you know that's just my opinion. That's you know it's it's a tricky one because I'm not involved. Um, but it'll well, be interesting. There's only two people, Jam. Mm. I think in Division Two that are against equal cars, unless Bry comes down and gives his opinion. I think you you were edging towards you prefer it as it is, Bry. Yeah, that's I mean you. you look at the league table. Who's already that's in the better it. cars? the Red Bulls, the uh, Mercedes, Ferrari, they're all down the bottom anyway. So putting them I mean, in can I... equal cars is exactly. not going to put them up the table. It's, it's not, but again, if anything, it's going to make the it's going to make it even less enjoyable if they're in an equal car com- when they normally have a, a technological advantage to the, to the guys above them. Um, but look, I mean, the, the thing is, I mean, what I would like to know is you're saying, you're, you guys are sort of looking at Andy Brill and Plunkett is the the beneficiaries of the unequal cars this season. What was their opinion? No, 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 no. no there's others as well. I well, let's let's take those two because as you, you well, well, hold on though, because as you guys said, you said they've won ten out of the twelve races. They have. So let's so let's yeah. say that they're the let's say they're the main beneficiaries. Who do you you know what were their opinions? If you don't mind me asking. Plunkett and Andy Brill did not. They did not. Um, they did not reply. However, you know, I, I bet they're quite happy. I mean, we did a, an event the other night. Andy Brill ran it, and he wanted to keep his Mercedes. Mm. Um, <laughs> so you know, people you know, people aren't going to you know, turkeys aren't going to vote for Christmas, are they? I guess. Yeah, it's it's just just something that I was thinking there. It's an interesting one, isn't it? But look. It's an interesting debate. I think that, again, come the end of the season, nothing's going to happen until the end of the season. We'll see, obviously, what comes about it. And I'm sure, obviously, the conversation will continue, probably even into tonight after the race in uh, Hungary, when one of Andrew Brill or Plunkett probably wins again. Um, <laughs> but... hey, Jan, I'm, Storm I'm sure will get put on mute happen. again, I think. I know what's going to happen. Um, but anyway, uh... <laughs> um, yeah, I know what will happen at the end of the season. Uh but still, it's it's a good debate. And what I liked, what I did enjoy, what has come out of this is, yeah, we could have a ten a ten race season. What a great idea, Bry! Pick the ten. We've all vote for the ten ten tracks. <laughs> ten race season. Bang, perfect idea. Yeah, well, you don't need to vote for the tracks. You just do the twenty two you do now and do the the eleven, and then the following season do the other eleven. So yeah, great idea. Race all the tracks. Great idea. I like that idea. The other option, of course, is keep it as it is in terms yeah. of the tw- well, in terms of the 22 week, but you do it over 11 weeks and you double up because they're only about half an hour per race anyway. What do you mean by double up? Do oh, two, two races, races a two, ra- two races every every Monday, yeah. That's uh, I would be I would be up for that, but some people, you know, you know suggest that 10 o'clock is is really late for them already. There's no that way. would that would be difficult for you, Ash. Of course, I know. So. Yeah, um, sorry, Ash. Yeah. Um, right. But, right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I keep. Um, but no. So, boys, look, we'll, we'll leave F1 there. We're going to go over because we're running out of time, and we've still got a little bit to go through. So, we're going to go over to League One. 
which again, um, Rhino, your best friend, um, and obviously a resident back of the grid racer, Saiti, seems to be having the season of his life. Um, he's sitting atop of the tree with 49 points, four wins out of five. Um, I think he did, um, you know, he did Andy Brill 6 0, 8 1, um, got four points off. Uh, Raz in second, which could be the title decider as well. Um, it looks like he, for all intents and purposes, is absolutely going up to the championship. Um, what are your thoughts on his season as a whole, Rich? Yeah, Sadie done done tremendously well. Um, it's yeah, it's it's. But but you know, lots of people in the past have have, have, have just from gone from one season struggle to next season, you know, champion. If we all remember, Soggy Cabbages did that. I think mm. he came second bottom one year and then won the division the year after. So, um, you know, anybody pointing the finger at Saiti, uh, let me tell you, he, he puts the effort in. He plays a lot of friendlies, a lot of friendlies. Um, and he's found a way to win games. And, uh, yeah, it frustrates the hell out of me, um, to be fair, playing against him and, and losing to him. He knows that. But, uh, no, I, I've got no, nothing but admiration for him. Um, I just wish he'd play on the nights when he has a few beers, because then we, you know, I think I'd have a chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I so, mean, yeah. in terms of, go on, go on. Well, I mean, if you want to me to, to just appraise the division quickly, so say, yeah, I mean, Raz was expected to do well, has done well, um, but maybe not. You know, he probably wasn't expecting all the people, you know, kick, you know, right at his heels. You've got Worm, Pain, Turners. Um, looking for that second spot. It's going to be a very exciting end to the season to see who gets that second spot behind Sati. Um And there may be some games tonight, I believe. Joe's sort of, um, you know, hit us with that uh, the decision that we're going to, you know, finish the season off, release all the games. I think that's fantastic. And uh, that, that gives us a really exciting end to the season. I just want to see some of these games uh, streamed, Jan. Um <laughs> This is this has been the is such a shame. We, we I want the I'm not going to be in the playoffs this year, for the first time. I want to see them streamed. Um, I understand one or two people have a problem, but it seems to be a thing of the past. Nobody streams anymore, and I think that's such a shame. So I'm hoping that we can see some real good battles. I really enjoyed that cup match last night, and uh, I really hope some of the guys um, can can stream their 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 playoff games. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys that have done well this season, Jam, that we weren't expecting. Turners, uh, you know, w- w- I'm surprised to see Wizfox so down, so far down there. He he's really good these days. Um, Gasgrass improved. Look at that. Gasgrass is in the playoffs. Turners, mm. you know, Worms come back again and done well. So yeah, it's it's um, you know, I think seven or eight of them have got the three at the back formation, and it seems to be working for them. So fair play to them. I mean, again, just just looking at the um, at League One as a whole, obviously. I mean, I'm I'm totally taking credit for Saiti's title win because I revved him up at the start of the season, um, saying that League One was dross. So um, you know, that's obviously put the fire in his belly and and caused him to do well. Um, you know, when I sort of identify my potential preseason favourites in League One, I think I had Raz. We talked about Worm because obviously Worm was um, you know, he had a good finish to last season. Um, we talked about Hilly as well. You know, was potentially going to do well. Hilly's not done very well at all, considering where you know where he's come from, the championship. You know, to not really be um, 
to be in the playoffs at the moment is, is, is a difficult thing for him. Harry and yourself as well, Rhino, group those two together, obviously. You know, you're both sort of languishing outside the playoffs. And like you say, it's not going to happen now. You know, you're both going to be in League One again next season. Um, it's, it's it's a tough one. I mean, again, you're probably looking at um, if you end up staying in the championship. Um, similar question to what I posed to you before. Who do you think would um, would do well or who would you like to see up in that um, that uh, that championship um Championship division following the playoffs. I'd like to see Sati come up. Um, I think he'd uh, I think he'd be bottom half of championship, but within a shout of staying up. Uh, Raz, if he got a, keeps improving his team, I think he's improved it a bit this season. I think mm. he's definitely championship standard. I think he's just been hampered by his uh, player choice, but I mean that's entirely up to him. You play with the team you enjoy playing with, so. I mean, he gives himself more of a challenge, but I think he's uh, doing enough to get up, and he'll probably stay up if he does come up. I think um, the, the thing is as well, I mean, Ash, just um, to get your opinion as well, I mean, Brian said there that Raz has been maybe hampered a little bit by his um, by his team selection, but, mm. I mean, it's not really hampered him too much because he's there, he's second in, in the division. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of um, obviously going back to what I said pre-season about the quality in this league, um, does that say more about Raz as a player um, that he can have a good season with those, you know, his playing squad, or does it maybe say more about the league that he can get away playing with those players in that division? Um, I think maybe a bit of both. I mean, you can have the sort of lower-rated players and still do very, very well um, you in know. the lower divisions. Yeah, I mean, don't forget. Uh, I mean, was it a couple of seasons ago? I might have been mistaken. Someone in the Prem, was it Was it Stevie? Stevie or Sean? When they first came into the league and didn't have a, a too high rated... Uh, well, well, I mean, you look at Jaxi. Jaxi, apart from his, his front line, has a pretty, pretty you know, average team, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 you can. some people can make it work with the, uh, the lower rated players really, really well. Um, so, no, I mean, obviously Raz, you know, has those sort of style of players and those... Uh, you know the lower rated ones that he probably looks to uh, looks to get in, and it, it seems to have worked well this season for him because he's going to go up. Mm. I, for one, would love to see Gaz in the uh, in the championship just for almost like sort of West Ham in, in Europe this season coming. You know, just to, just for the bants and just for the the journey um, because I think he um, you know for so long was sort of grouped in with the Wiz Fox, Diadex, and Andy Brills of the world, and now he's sitting there in the playoffs. So. You know, fair play to him, and that's after potentially you could you could argue that at the start of the season, you know, or maybe uh, at the end of last season, he still had Haaland. You know, he had a he's got a very strong team, Gaz, even without Haaland. Um, but I think is it is it Jamie McLaren? You might be able to correct me on that one, yeah. right now. I've got um, yeah, no, I've got a deal with Gaz. Um, I've just got to get it over the line for Jamie McLaren. Yeah, hundred million. Yeah, price has just gone up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, window, yeah. he um, he he's had him since, if not at the reset, you know, as near as damn it, and and followed him all the way through. So fair play to him for that. Um, uh, in terms of um, the rest of League One, I mean, again, anybody wanting to touch on anything before we move on? Yes, I do. Ben Wales. <laughs> he played he played Worm last week and conceded 16 goals in two matches. Wow. And um, that's how. This is why, you know, tactics are too much... They're, they're, they're too overpowered in this game for me. Um, you, you click the wrong tactic against the wrong, you know, against the wrong formation and you can get battered. 
by a, no offence, worm by a player that's not as good as you. Um, you know, Diadex beat me 6-1 the other night, or 6-0, I think it was. Couldn't do anything. Uh, and I just think, um, yeah, I'm surprised Payne's not higher up the division, um, as well as Hilly. So, uh, yeah. Getting him on the wrong tactic, is that a lack of being able to um, adapt and change it yourself? It used to, well, FIFA for me, Bri, I, I'd like to go back to three buttons, two buttons, three buttons, <laughs> you know, have a bit of fun, play against each other, have a bit of a laugh. Now it's that when FIFA was in black and white. Did you watch? Did you watch the cup match the other night with uh, with Mark and, and Suited? I did. Yeah, very good game. I, I didn't know what was going on with that D pad. I mean, I, I'd seen stuff there I'd never heard of before. You know? <laughs> it's just got. It's more like Formula One now. I thought you'd just pick mm. it up and play and you know have fun, but not anymore. Not even in League One. <laughs> I think the difference with League One and the Championship is the standard of defending rather than being able to score goals. I've gone yeah, no, up I would into agree. the championship and the defending that. is a lot better. I mean, Satie's worked it out. He defends really well, and there's no surprises at the top of the table. Mm. Yeah, but hang on. Satie defends really well, and, and, and you do too, Bright, by putting five players in your penalty area, mate. <laughs> you just you said it yourself earlier. We can yeah. do it. I say we can all do that. I can't. <laughs> I mean, the argument is if you can all do it, then do it. You know that's 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 the argument. But look, we're gonna we're gonna move on from League One because we need to get um, got one more thing we need to talk about before we start wrapping up. So, um, just it, we were gonna talk about transfers, potentially BFAs. There wasn't a BFA today, as some thought there might be. Um, <laughs> but um, just out of interest, so Ash, um, Rhino, and Bright, I just want one area of your team um, that you're looking to improve going into this, uh, you know, ahead of transfer deadline day, whenever that may be. So Ash, we'll go with you first. What do you need to bring in to to stave off relegation? Uh, centre back. Uh, centre back. You need a centre back. Like Tunnels needs a CDM. You're always after a centre back. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, not done too well in terms of recruitment in the centre back position. So um, no. yeah, need to try and find that elusive player that's going to help me stay up. Fair enough. Um, Brian, I need a goal scoring cam. I think. Oh, okay. I've got very a striker there playing at the moment. I um, brought in uh, Shakiri to play at Cam because his stats look good and it didn't work out at all. So I ended up spanking him because yeah. I couldn't sell him for a scudo. <laughs> hey, Bright, we could do a, a deal live on air. I've got a nice Cam for you. What, what, who, who would you be putting up? Because I'm going to swap. Let's, uh, let's let's talk about it afterwards, mate. <laughs> Uh, and, and Rhino, yourself, uh, who are you looking at bringing him, or what are you looking at bringing in to fill a void? I don't really need. I don't really need anything really. Just something, something a little bit different to liven things up for for next season. Jamie McLaren, maybe. Um, me and Tunners are deep in negotiations as well. Uh, so I just want to get something over the line before the window closes, uh, Jam. Just, mm. just somebody, somebody interesting, really. I mean, you could argue, mate, that you know, sitting ninth in League One way off the playoffs and no hope of the playoffs you need more than nothing you uh, you do need something yeah, definitely I need a lesson you know, yeah. need that third centre back yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, need, uh, yeah you, you just need a tactical coach that's all you need you don't need players 
you uh, you need someone to coach. Um, right, boys, we're going to um, we're going to move on to the last element of the podcast, um, which is a bit of an ad hoc thing. Actually, we talked about um, just before we came live on air, uh, or well, not live on air, but on air, um, which um, was the upcoming Euro tournament, which is one of the reasons the end of the season has been truncated to try and get it finished nice and quick. So um, we've already had a little bit of a look through, um, or I hope you guys have been doing. I know I have, and I know Bri was. Um, at some of the teams on offer in terms of the Euros. Um, Bri, I know you were looking. Um, anything that stands out, looking at any potential team you might end up getting with your with your league position? Well, I was just looking uh, probably, so I'm looking about nine or ten teams down because I'm assuming, there's, well, there's not going to be enough to, for everyone to have a unique team, so... They're going to be doubling up, so I'm probably looking at Switzerland, Czech Republic, Poland. Boy, yeah, I'd Poland. be delighted if I got Poland, obviously. You, yeah, Lewandowski, arguably yeah. what third best player on the game. Yeah, don't worry about anyone else in the team. You yeah, just, just get the him. ball, get the ball to him. Yeah. I don't um, think we need to double up. Just give Burger Boy San Marino. <laughs> if they're on the game, maybe. No, the lowest rating is Bulgaria. No, there you go. Um. Uh, Ash, what about yourself? Any uh, aspirations of getting a nice team in this tournament? Um, no, I mean, you could, you could, you could. The thing is, I mean, again, it, it, we've just said there, obviously, with with Poland. I mean, they're a mid-table, yeah, mid yeah. mid team, mid-tier team, and they've got one of the best players on the game. You're looking at the likes of Wales. You know, you could get quite a, a tasty little Gareth Bale number. Yeah. Dan James. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, um, you know, any sort of team is going to be. Uh, I'm going to look forward to looking, uh, you know, mix up from what we currently play with. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, those sort of lower rate of teams that have got those sort of standout players, you can do well with them. And are you going to give me a name? Uh, well, you, obviously, you know, you just mentioned Poland, Lewandowski and Wales, Gareth Bale. Um, there's obviously a few others as well that come to the often. Well, can't come to the top of my head yet, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to playing with something a bit different. Bino, any uh, any nations that are tickling your fancy? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm hoping to get England so I can play with Terence Trent Arnold. Um, he's he's an exciting player. I'm sure he's in the uh, in the England team. So um, yeah, looking forward to that. But I don't know. I'm sure I'll get a good team and. Uh, and it will still be difficult, but uh, I'm looking forward to it, Jan. Should be a lot I of mean, fun. I mean, to be fair, I actually think, Ryan, we should all have equal teams. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I agree with people having different teams based on different ability. We, we, hey, we have equal teams in the league season. <laughs> We've just done a league season with equal teams, haven't we? Oh, dear. Um, for me, I think it would be Turkey or Sweden. That's what I'm eyeing. So, fingers crossed, Joe's magic balls drop in the right place for me. <laughs> you think we'll be um, able to edit the teams? So we did one before where you could... Uh go in and edit them and bring the players in that weren't actually in the official squads well I think in Joe's um, initial introduction to, to the tournament he mentioned about um, you know themed BFAs and all sorts I mean God knows what that would mean um, I know that um, there was uh, there was a chat someone said something about you could edit it so that for example Patrick Vieira would be available for France um, <laughs> because he's in, in ultimate team so I mean that would be interesting if you got you know um, I don't know. I can't even think now. Looking at, um, I'm going. This is going to show my age now because I'm too young. Did George Best was he Republic of Ireland or Northern Ireland? Is he Northern, Northern Ireland? Ireland. You yeah. know, imagine imagine having George Best on Northern Ireland. You know, the third worst team or fourth worst team 
if you get a, a BFA or a raffle, you could uh, just throw one of the best players in in the history uh, straight into your team. That would be interesting if it's viable. If that's an option, that would be ridiculous, surely. Well, who knows? Let's see. Um, but yeah, again, I think um, obviously by the time we come around to the next podcast, um, you know, a couple of weeks' time, we'll be in the midst of this tournament, so uh, we'll have an update from uh, from the Euros, both real and. Uh, an AG version so right boys we're going to leave it there um, so we've come to an appropriate stop I think um, again obviously thank you so much for you two coming on um, really appreciate it really appreciate the uh, the debate around the F1 as well um, 24 minutes until we all sort of jump on for F1 practice as well so that should be interesting um, Rhino thank you very much for coming on and, and bringing your uh, your debate to us as well um, thank you very much no problem can, Jan can I just call somebody out before we finish Go on. Well, of course you're going to go on. I, I don't know if it. he listens to this, but my pal Welzer, right? Uh, I don't know if he listens to this, Welzer, but... Everybody you, listens to this. What are you on you about? Just, you just scored an extraordinary score in the AG uh, golf tournament last week. A lot of people have been asking me if you've gone back to the pussy clubs. Hey, I, I, would, I said no chance. Not our Welzer. He wouldn't do that. But maybe that's something that you can answer on the, uh, the next podcast. Do you think it's um, say his son playing for him, maybe, or maybe maybe Leon? I don't know. Maybe one of them two has picked up the controller. Who knows? <laughs> that's, um, hey, that's that's very that's slander, mate. Out of order. <laughs> out of order I won't have it uh, Brian thank you very much for coming on thank you for contributing to both the league and F1 chat as well it's been great having you on buddy always a pleasure thank you very much and Ash as always thank you for pushing the button thank you for being an ever present and yeah. uh, obviously uh, we look forward to the next one where you'll be hosting and hopefully we'll have some more forthright guests that want to come on and debate all the trash that Rhino's been talking about Division 2 in F1 yeah um, fingers crossed we get some people volunteering to come on Yeah. did you say trash Hey, no, what, mate, the people say trash. I didn't say trash. I'm the conduit for the people. Hardly. <laughs> right. Thank you very much, everybody. We will catch you on the next one.